The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to Modern Day Mixtape. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm with Andrew. What up? And then we have one of our favorite, most amazing, most impressive, most incredible, beautiful men on the planet. Me, and then also Dan's here. Yes. Oh, hey, what's up, Dan? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, Dan. I didn't once think that that intro was about me <laughs> in, in, in the moment it at is. all. Just knowing you, I knew that it, like... Was no, gonna was, escalate was, somewhere. I was talking else. about Eli, but he's not here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just getting ready for when he's actually <laughs> here. A close second, don't worry. We really are gonna have to change our network name to the, the Church of Eli Connell. We decided that's gonna Rocky. be that's gonna be on the upcoming YAO this week. As we decided that our sect of the network is just the Church of Eli Eli's Connell. Love on. this week. That works. Yeah, he is. He gets a mention <laughs> on absolutely everything. Oh, we're talking about you and WGO whenever that happens. Yeah, because oh, WGO is yeah. currently canceled. <laughs> I mean, how can you not talk about him? Yeah, I know. Well, Ben's all over the country right now. So the that's, country, all all over everywhere. He's an international man of mystery. And like is just effing off to a bunch of places. He's apparently leaving the state this week, but he doesn't know whether he's going to Indiana or Chicago. He has no idea. Interesting. <laughs> he just he just knows he's going somewhere. He's gonna go where the car goes. Yeah. He was supposed to go to Indiana, but then they were randomly saying something about Chicago. So I don't even know. What yeah, that's going. what he. That's what he was telling me. Huh. I don't know. No idea. It's okay. He'll figure it out. <laughs> Hopefully, companies <laughs> got two different jobs and they don't know which one to send him. He'll just end up in a random neighborhood somewhere and be like, "Well, this is my home now." He's in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Thank you for having me, uh, me on, guys. Yeah, I, uh, course, dude. I know I've been supposed to come on the show for a couple weeks, but it's. Long overdue, and I'm happy to be here doing this topic this week and talking music with you guys because you know I absolutely love music. We gave and I you love a sneak that you guys peek a few this. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Know. Just want to see if you liked it. Now love that we it. know you do. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> I, I feel like this show. I like in the beginning. I was like, let's try to keep it like you know professional, like just straightforward for a little bit and then ben came on and then you guys both jumped in on an episode and i was like immediately i was like whatever i was like it's we just can't help but move things into chaos yeah you know how it goes that that's that's I mean, just the what structure of this show has been you know largely the same overall yeah. this is very professional as far as our <laughs> shows go like this has stayed very much in the realm of okay we're business here we have a topic we're keeping it on a topic yeah we try part. to mm-hmm. it's a good thing. now do you know what last um our last playlist was I'm trying to remember it was like divorced dad rock oh yes yeah yep yeah, like yeah. dad music right dad jams, yeah. dad jams. Uh, you didn't get a chance to listen to the playlist, though, did you? I listened to a little bit of them. Which one? Tyler's or mine? Do you know? That's fine. Let me the see. Pitcher of beer? Pitcher of beer. That was Tyler's. Yeah, that was Tyler's. Yeah. 
Oh, yep, I, I see. Listen to Tyler. I see how it goes. Well, I I always start with like a random one. I'm like, yeah. okay, do I alternate weeks? So usually I do the one one week first and then the others. So gotcha. this week it was Tyler's okay. first, and then that's I fair. didn't get the chance to listen to you. I'll accept that. Okay, that that's that's what I'm sticking to. <laughs> I loved making those playlists. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. And I love listening to them as well. So I think I listened to yours like three or four times. Really? So, yeah. Dude, mine's long. I know. Like, oh, I know. Long. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun making it. So, I mean, why, you know, let's just jump into it. It's not longer than a work day, though. So I was able to listen to it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I have them pulled up right now, too. Yeah, sweet. So if you want to jump into mine, we can jump into sure. mine. Sure. Cool. Go through it. When the Divorce Papers Come In by Tyler Brown. And it's a PBR can as the yeah. as the picture for the playlist, which is wonderful. I even loved making the title and the picture. Like I just I had so much fun. <laughs> two hours, two minutes. Well done. I like that. <laughs> uh, we started off with, you think I ain't worth a dollar, but I something. Feel like a million bucks. Feel like a million bucks. I don't know why mine doesn't scroll. Mine doesn't scroll either. Okay. Just, yeah, not not when you're on like the actual thing, but yeah. when you click on the song, it scrolls too slow too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you get to the last word, and sometimes it goes back before you can you read can the read last it. word too. It's frustrating. Fix the it, Spotify. When you um, Trey the Truth has those songs that are like ten minutes long <laughs> with like forty five different rappers, and I'm trying to see who's in the song, and I'm just staring at my screen for about a minute and a half. I look like a psychopath. I'm not scrolling. I'm just staring at staring. Try, try to see the name of every person I'm on. I'm on 3.0. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Yep, that's the song. <laughs> yeah. I look like an NPC, like a guy who's just standing there looking at his phone. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. Yes, so. Great uh, intro. So that was the first song, is yeah. the Queens of the Stone Age song. Yes. It was a great intro. You were right. Way to start it off. I like the way the song starts off. Um, and the guitar in the song is awesome. So good, dude. They they really they they just have real fun riffs. Like I don't yes. Know. Um, and then we go to Remedy by Seether. It's Dan uh, Jam. That's an old school Ooh. favorite of mine for sure. Like in the. 2006 to like 2010 11 rock era like see there is a huge yes. like footnote on that like okay these guys were just kind of putting out music they were becoming hits yeah, do i have any desire to ever go to a see concert no not really no but they make good music yeah exactly and that's exactly what i put was this was a classic song yeah like I've always liked this song. Yep. Like, see there? This is a good one. Definitely like SmackDown versus Raw vibes. On that yes. One. Oh, yeah. A mm -hmm. lot of these are going to have that vibe. Yep. Uh, to Be Loved by Papa Roach. That's <laughs> speaking of the WWE vibe. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Former intro to Raw. Which, uh, it's just a phenomenal song. So Great Papa good, Roach dude. song. This one has been in my head for probably like the past three months, <laughs> and I finally like found it again. And I was like, yo. <laughs> I never knew this one was Papa Roach. Yep. Yeah, but then as soon as obviously I read that it was, I was like, oh, I can totally hear that it is now. Yeah. But I never knew this one was them. Yeah, I didn't know it either. But it's a great song. There's this. I always think of, for whatever reason, I think of the Brian Troll a million times when I hear this, obviously. But I think of specifically, there's this one backstage moment uh, where they're about to cut to commercial break and that song's playing and Batista's like in the back warming up. Have you ever seen this clip? No. He's in the back like warming up and jumping up and down and uh, 
King and Michael Cole are like, oh, Batista's going to be in action later tonight. And then randomly, it was scripted for some reason they did this. This random fan runs into the shot and he like puts his back to the camera and like does the thing Batista did and turns around. Batista's watching all of this, like confused out of his mind. And the fan turns around and is like, ah! And then he goes, do, 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 like Batista used to do with the guns. And then he looks to his left and is like, oh! And he runs and two security guards are running after him. And Batista's just standing there like, what the fuck just happened? Like, what is going on? It's such a weird, like, I don't know why they did that. It's little moments like that, though, that's like, you just love it. And that yeah. song's like the Papa Roach song just playing over it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. So good. They have some of the weirdest shit scripted in that. But it works. Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> and then we go to No One Knows by Queen of the Stone Age. Where is it? Oh. Uh, this song is like a jam session. Loved it. Um, uh, it has amazing sounds in it, and the vocals are awesome in this song, too. I love, like, like the random, like, bass solo. Yeah. That's what I, I think that's what I meant by, like, yeah. jam. Like, you just jam to this song. Yeah. Like, it's a good one. Everybody's just kind of going in. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever really listened to Queens of the Stone Age. Like, specifically this sought album, them out. This but... album is, like, really... Uh... Good. I just yeah I don't know I was trying to find a better word but yeah it's it's amazing so yeah I like Queens of the Stone Age a lot and then we go to When We Were Young by the Killers um <sighs> love the Killers I put a metal fan on the song wow you're not nope never have been it's wow. a good song I just think it's dude the dude's voice that gets to me I don't like his voice. <gasps> I don't know. Weird. Oh, this song's like hurts. generational. I know. Which, like, I know the song and I appreciate it for like what it is, but I just have never actually liked this song. Oh. I don't know why, but and like I said, I think it's his voice. It just gets to me by the end of the song. So you're not a fan of their other tracks? Um, is are they on here? I mean, they have another big song that I can't think of at the moment. I'm trying to think. Oh, they have a bunch. Mr. Brightside. Somebody told me. I would have to listen to them, but I because I you know, know the name. Of, I was gonna say I know the name. That's of like the song. white people anthem number. Coming one. out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Oh gotta, yeah, gotta I like do. that. one. Yeah, that's the killer. So I don't know. Maybe it's just this one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like that song. Killers are top. I'll go as far as top three best bands I've ever seen live. Really, they're fan. Fantastic live. Huh. Fantastic. They walked out. They have a good collection of music at this point. Uh, and when I saw them at Bonnaroo, they closed it, closed out all of Bonnaroo, and started their set with Mr. Brightside. Like, immediately, huh. it was like, okay, we're going in. This, <laughs> this is what we're doing. Um, the man, that song they did, was huge at the time. And when they did that one, uh, their lead singer came out in this solid gold suit. Like it was the tra- it was so cool. They just knew how to perform perfectly. They're fantastic live. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Just like I said, it was his voice in that song. So I don't know because I definitely like Mister Brightside. So I don't know. I get it. I get it. I don't know. Weird. Music is uh, subjective. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animali by Incubus. Um, this song wasn't anything crazy special, but I definitely like the vibe of this song. Like, it's just got a good vibe to it. 
Uh, then we go to Times Like These by Foo Fighters. Oh, that's such a good song. Foo uh, Fighters. <laughs> very chill, but passionate at the same time. It's a good track. Nice, like yeah. That's yeah. perfect analysis of that song. I like song. that, yeah. Uh, then we go to The Red. Oh, fucking love that song. By Chevelle. Chevelle. That's Chevelle's best album. Uh, I like this song. Dude's voice is a little whiny, but I don't mind it. And it fits the song. Okay. This is my job here. Don't look at me like Very that. Very critical today. <laughs> he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> he said, I see clearly now, and I see the flaws in everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> I said I liked it, and the, the whininess fit the song. Oh. Uh. It's good. I'm just saying, his voice was a little whiny, but it fits the song. (laughs) (laughs) So Called by Breaking Benjamin. It's an amazing song. This dude's voice is Chef's Kiss. Yeah, uh, Benjamin's voice in the song is so good. Wait, he named the band after him. I'm pretty sure his real name is Benjamin. Really? Mm -hmm. Hold on, let me look. Just so I'm not... Spreading false information, but I'm almost a hundred percent sure. Breaking. They're another one from that like 2006 to yeah 2010s era, but um, they were direct competitor to Lincoln Park. They also did um, even like I think it was in with, within the last five years or so they did uh, an album where they kind of redid some of their songs. Okay. They like stripped them. And did a lot of stuff with like acoustically and with strings a lot more, and collaborated with um, certain people to okay. like change up the song a little bit. It's fantastic to listen to. Uh, lead singer and guitarist Benjamin Bur- uh, Burnley. Yep. Huh. So, I wonder what the meaning of breaking Benjamin is then. Let me see. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if yeah, I'm at a breaking point or something. Lead singer is uh, Lincoln from Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. John Lincoln. Speaking of Lincoln Park, did you get the TikTok I sent you the other day? Dude, that was sick. It was. was. Awesome. I watched the whole thing. I did too. I loved it. And my favorite was at the end, like they said, watch Jay-Z's face. Yeah, he was like... When Chester started screaming, he was just like, oh, okay, sure. Oh, um... The name originates from an incident in which Burnley uh, broke a borrowed microphone, prompting its owner to retort, thanks to Benjamin for breaking my fucking mic. So that's where that comes from. Breaking <laughs> Benjamin comes from that. Interesting. It is. That's a good story. I, lo- I love that stuff. Like how – so Lincoln Park is um, named after a park in Chicago, I believe, in like somewhere in Illinois. But their original name was Hybrid Theory. Yeah. Okay, which I've is the name before. of their first album. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever realized that. Mm-hmm. Okay, huh. I don't think they would. I don't think they would have made it that far if their name was Hybrid Theory. I don't think so Probably either. Not. The word theory has a really bad uh, <laughs> rep. Yeah, Le- <laughs> Lincoln Park kind of is more flexible yeah. with however you use it. Like it's suitable for ra- all radio stations to be like, oh yeah, this sounds like it belongs here. If right. even if their sound. Didn't necessarily. I'll stop interrupting, sir. No, you're fine. Um, then we jump to Porn Star Dancing by My Darkest Days, Chad Kroger, and Zach Wilde. Wonderful song. Is this song literally just about dancing? Uh, it's about, yeah, strippers. It's okay. About... 
porch. I like this song. I just that's literally one I of my notes. Is this literally all that's actually about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought so because I literally have listened I, to this I song love now. The, the, it's just about like fucking you know. Like, you know Nickelback. They yeah. always have creepy sex lyrics. Yeah, they just, really do. Literally, <laughs> this is it, dude. It's just fucking creepy sex song, <laughs> which for some reason, I don't know why I love this song as much as I do. I just think it's such a trashy, dope vibe. It is. It's got a fun vibe to it. Yeah, for sure. I just wasn't Zach sure. Wilde's fucking guitar solo is just amazing. <laughs> really good. <laughs> uh, then we go to Famous by Puddle of Mud. Yeah. I thought this was an all right song. It wasn't anything crazy special, but it was good. <laughs> that look you just I know. Gave. He's going to kill me by the end of this today. <laughs> Dude, I don't get it. I liked it. I think it this just one... wasn't like a fantastic song. I think this one's infinitely better than their other music. Okay. Yeah, I, I could kind of agree with that. I don't really listen I to mean, all their other music. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, li- I like his voice, even though sometimes it's trash, but in this one, it just, like, fits it. I love the way kick back. I fucking hate that. <laughs> That's another trash sex song for some reason. I don't get it, dude. I don't understand it. <laughs> legendary song. Yeah. Really legendary. Oh, uh, then we jump to Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Love Rage. Um, literally what I just put is love the feel of Rage's music. Um, and this song is always a banger. So there you go. I like this song, Tyler. I like this one. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and then we jump to Animals by Nickelback. Um, I love this song. Another creepy sex song. Another classic creepy sex song. <laughs> Great song, great band. Uh, honestly, I all the people that say they hate Nickelback, I don't get it because I like the their music. Yeah. I used to be super into them when I was young. I had all their albums. Like fun fact, Michelle bought me. I think it was this a- album. Dark Michelle's no, my sister. Yeah. For people that don't know, um, and my parents, as people also probably don't know, hated any music that wasn't you know Jesus music. So Michelle bought me this for like my 15th birthday or something like that and was like you have to hide this from mom and dad because they cannot know you have this CD. So I used to listen to the CD all the time in my room. I actually so I got the CD from because Aunt Rachel's my godmother. Yeah. She gave it to me for Christmas the one year. Okay. And I actually love this album. I do like, too. I album. like this album. It, it's that's Nickelback's best album is this one because it has like it has like thirteen tracks and like seven of them got radio play. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of when insane. They were at their height. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Saving Me is a great song. Yeah, it's really, really good. I listen to that song all the time. Still, they have a lot of trashy like lyrical songs, but then other songs are like actually really like good emotionally like charged. Yeah, it's, oh. good. it's a good song. <laughs> it's too bad Chad Kroger's voice is just one toned for everything. Yeah. <laughs> And then we go to The Pot by Tool. I put, ooh, the guitar. Damn. Um, That's uh, the bass, actually. Is this an older song? Yeah. It's like, I think this was like 91. Well, because I know you said you threw a few older that were uh, songs. 2006. Why do I think this is? Oh, really? Yeah, 2006 albums from 10,000 Days. And then I put, also, Six Minutes is nuts. 
like the song is a six and a half minute song. I could have given you like any that. other Tool song that was like twelve. No, minutes. I know. <laughs> Honestly, no, yeah. To any other song on this whole playlist? Yes, you're like right. it's. A, I was sitting there and I was like, when is this fucking thing gonna end? Like I don't mind, but like holy crap, it just keeps going. Tool's an experience. I love. Yeah. That. Is Tool the one that you gave Ben the one time when he was complaining about how okay how long songs yeah. were? So I gave okay. him. Uh, it was like an hour long playlist and it was only six songs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was a great song, and uh, yeah, as you said, bass. Sorry, I put guitar. Yeah, it's but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, then we jump to "When I'm Gone" by Three Doors Down. Uh, love this song. Great music. Great vocals. Oh, I was thinking of the wrong thing. Sorry, I have to correct myself. I was thinking of the wrong Tool song when I said it was bass. No. Oh, you're right. okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I mean, a bass is a guitar still. Yes. But, <laughs> but just different. Yeah. <laughs> the same, same, but same, but different. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then we go to Drive by Incubus. Amazing. Did you do When I'm Gone by Three Doors Down? Yeah, we just did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said it was a great song. I loved it. Great music. Great vocals. Yes, okay. Um, uh, Drive is a classic song, and I also love this one. Awesome. Uh, real, that one's a good one. Real quick, just going back to Three Doors Down. Nope, not allowed. We already passed it. I, I just watched one of their music videos recently. They are, they are probably pound for pound the ugliest band alive. Really? Every, like... You know Korn exists, right? D- <laughs> dude, even Korn is more attractive than these people. They look like... Oh, man. They just look like hobbits, like, mated with trailer trash. That's exactly what every like member of... 2003 Linkin Park. <laughs> okay, now I need to look up... Their lead singer, I'm like, I don't know how you look... 18 and 65 at the exact same time. Oh, Deftones. Kind of. Kind <laughs> of like Deftones. But but even Deftones, pound for pound, is more attractive than these guys. I just learned a fun Deftones fact. Oh. Uh, I didn't realize, but in the song Passenger, um, Maynard James Keenan, the lead singer for Tool, is mm-hmm. in that song. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's in that. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I had no idea that that so was a thing. I listened to it and I like noticed his voice and I was like, "Oh shit, that's him." What do you think? Yeah, they They're not attractive, see. right? I mean, you got to zoom in to actually like get a good picture of them, but <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not a good-looking group. So that's for damn sure. <laughs> God, yeah, what do they come off the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously. Yeah, they right just, out of the Shire? Like no part of them is attractive at all. They all look like They've been like – you know how like when you format a picture wrong and not by the corners but by the top and bottom? Yup. The farthest just... dude literally looks like Sam Walker. That's their lead singer. Is it really? That's, oh, that's their him? lead okay. singer. Dude, like... they look squished. Yeah. <laughs> dude, they, they look like they were like out of the first 3D <laughs> printers squished. that they ever tried. Like, like hydraulic they're... press. You know how like, – let's put this thing in a hydraulic press. Let me put three <laughs> doors down in a hydraulic <laughs> press. <laughs> And this is what came out. Sing us the song. Oh, God. Amazing. I'm glad you guys agree with me on I that. I definitely agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, then we jump to Heart Shaped Box by Nirvana. Such a good song. Um, this is a great song. It's a classic. Um, it's not as good as I remember it. Like, uh, from when I was a kid, I it's guess. It's funny because a but lot of like, Nirvana's slower songs are not as good as you think they are. Okay. Like, it's yeah, just, for- he's very much... Like, he's better at more high-energy tracks, 
where he can just go crazy with his voice because he does not have a good singing voice, like ballad singing, technically. No, I um, there's this album of, of his kind of that they released in 2015 where it's all these demo tracks of his. And when you hear him on demos, you're like, oh, you're not like insanely talented yeah. vocally, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, it was, it's a classic song, but it was just not as good as I remembered it being. Mm-hmm. But still a good one. Uh, then we jump to Jeremy. I love right? Pearl Jam. Yeah. yeah, by Pearl Jam. Um, spoke in class today. What? That's the lyrics of the song. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy spoke in class today. Oh, okay. Um, I my notes for this one were pretty plain and simple, but I just put this man has an amazing voice. Like I just for something about his voice in this song, I was just like, this is awesome. All right, dude. I don't, you, you 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 get fucking him. You get, yeah. You get, what the fuck is his name? Uh the lead singer Pearl Jam. Yeah, um. Uh, not. Eddie Eddie Vedder? Yeah, it's Eddie Vedder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why was like I doubting him, myself? But you don't like fucking who? Who was it? The, the Killers. The <laughs> yeah. Singer. That's crazy. Yeah, but I like a different song by The Killers, so I don't know if it was just that song. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what fact? I would, like, Tristan would I... I we made a huge joke out of my ability to do the best, worst Eddie Vedder impression, so he would just fucking lose his shit, because I'd just, ra- we'd just be sitting there, and I'd randomly be like, <laughs> he would just, like, lose his fucking mind. So good. Uh, the Outsider by A Perfect Circle. Um, This one has a very unique feel to the song. I liked it. It was different. Fun fact. This is... The lead singer Tool's other band. Okay, I think you were telling me that. He's got three bands, yeah. Yeah. This is this is the other one of the other ones. Okay. I love this track actually. Hell yes. Where are we? Ah, uh, Plush by Stone Temple Pilots. Uh this song has a very classic two thousand feel to it. Uh it's got a good vibe, good flow, great feeling song. It's a good one. Yeah, dude, it's a vibe. For sure. Very slow and chill. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Alive by Pearl Jam. Uh, love this song. Just the vibe of this one is so chill. It's an amazing jam session in there as well. Yes. I don't know exactly what part of the song, but there's a jam session in it. Look up the meaning to this song because it's pretty fucked up. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I will do that. I mean, the lyrics are right there in your face, but if right. you look up the meaning of the song, it's a little, a little messed up. Huh. Dan, do you know the meaning of the song? I'm doing our research right now. <clears throat> Perfect. And also, I, this is one of my favorite guitar solos ever. Yeah. Seriously, incredible. It's, it is. Um, I'll jump to the next song. You can tell Go us ahead. when you're ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Head Like a Hole by Nine Inch Nails. Um, I like the music of this song. The dude's voice was a little annoying to me. But I like Damn. I know. Hey. I'm being a critic this you know, week. Like Trent Reznor? <laughs> um, I don't know. There was just something about his voice that I didn't really care I'm for. I'm so glad I didn't give you hurt then. <laughs> you would have hated him in that song. <laughs> Such a good song, but you would have hated him. <laughs> there are too many alive songs. It's taken me a while. To know. <laughs> uh, Cherub Rock? Is that how you say it? Cherub? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, um, Pearl Jam. 
by the, the Smashing Pumpkins? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh-oh, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Great guitar. Decent song. Nothing too crazy, but it was good. It Nothing was good too crazy. All right. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh oh. Here we go. Yeah, he's it's he's, fucked. He's laughing already. It's dude. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. The song is the first piece of a trilogy of songs in what Vetter later described as a mini a opera um, entitled Mama-san. It, comp- uh, it comprises the songs Alive, Once, and Footsteps. Alive tells the story of a young man discovering that his father is actually his stepfather, while his mother's grief leads to an incestuous relationship with a son who strongly resembles the biological father. <sighs> yes. So, if you go listen to the lyrics... She's like, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't. It's like basically like just you know proofreading. Uh, like I'm sorry, I didn't tell you, but when you were 13, your father was dying, and blah blah blah. And then the next part, she walks into his room, and she's like, "Are you ready for me?" Or like, no, she's like, "I'm ready for you." And then he's like, then there's a lyric in the song. He's like, "I remember that look, you know where." Dude, it's like fucked. What the <laughs> fuck? That's, that's... I remember I was like, I love this song. That's and wild. Up and I'm like. I still love this song, but like a little bit less. <laughs> well, now you know too. It's part of a trilogy, so you'll have to listen to those songs back to back to back. Just I have to, to now. That's crazy. And who comes up with the lyrics for that? And it's like this is going to make a great song. I mean, we'll, we'll we go back to corn. Yeah, at this point. I know, but I just always wondered that. Like, who's like, yes, this will make good music. <laughs> Uh, now we go to It's Not Over by Daughtry. This is um, the Divorce Dad song. I put perfect song for this playlist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like this song in general. But yeah, it was perfect for this playlist. <laughs> um, and then we go to The Hand That Feeds, Nine Inch Nails. Um, good flow. Lyrics match the instrumentals. Perfect. Good song. Great song. Do you like bite that one. The hand that feeds you. <laughs> Surprised you didn't complain about his voice in this one. Nope, I liked it in this one. Wow, it's like surprisingly worse in this one. <sighs> Maybe I like it worse. That's I a... had a phenomenal uh, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins impression, and nobody said anything. So. They they uh <laughs> they performed like uh like Disney's Christmas Day thing or oh, whatever. And I was like, that's what everybody wants to hear is this fucking Smashing Pumpkins playing in the middle was of Disney when, Park. Um. Fuck it, the leads are gonna look like Darth Vader without his mask. Billy Corrigan, yeah, a little bit. He had he had the harmonica in front of his face, like around the neck thing, and it looked like <laughs> the bottom of Darth Vader's mask, and he's like ugly and bald and looks fucked up. So I'm like, he looks like Darth Vader when you take his mask off. That's awesome. Uh, and then we go to Interstate Love the Song by Stone Temple Pilots. Hell yeah. Um Another great 2000s feel song. Great match, again, between lyrics and instrumentals. I, I like this one. Nice. It's a good one. Classic. Yeah. Tonight Tonight by the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, I really enjoyed this song as well. Dude's voice is a little whiny, but I liked it. Let's see. Being a critic, <laughs> but I'm still saying any, I like it. Do you have it. any, like nostalgic ties to these bands a lot of them yeah but i still like them oh it's just music that i haven't heard in 20 years basically okay. so now i'm listening to it again and now i get to nitpick it so why Fair not enough. 
Fair enough. It's my job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting paid to do it. No, just kidding. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) One Last Breath by Creed. Uh Home now. I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking... (laughs) Maybe six feet. Dude, I'm killing it. You want me to sign you a contract? Fuck that was yeah, great. Dude. dude, I could be a divorced dad. <laughs> I could be a divorced dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that you would just, just stop, stop there. <laughs> I put this song is a sad a sad feel to this one. Um I really like this guy's voice. Um, but you can really feel the passion in this song. That's like, about he's singing. That's about him, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, being on the verge of suicide, probably. I mean, it's called one last breath. Well, they so. the chorus is um, "Hold me now." I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down. Like, which would make like he's close to the edge, and then he's like, eh, maybe this wouldn't be so bad right. if I was, yeah, if I was six, feet like down. giving into right. it. Huh? Probably that would make sense then. He uh, he struggled with a lot of shit. As much shit as Creed gets, that lead singer uh, Scott Sapps struggled with a ton of issues, um, alcoholism specifically. But a lot of these bands suffer. From I know a lot yeah. of shit. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, very much so. Uh, then we jump to Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. Ah, uh, where's my notes? Great, great song, great vibe, good Goo Goo. Wow, good Goo Goo Dolls. Good Goo Goo Dolls. Good Goo Goo Dolls. That was a mouthful. I like that. <laughs> and then I put the Goo Goo Dolls are always a good a good time. Like they just make good music. Hell yeah, dude! Local bands. Yeah. Support your local artists. Yeah. They're very small. Nobody knows. Them. <laughs> Nobody knows the Goo Goo Dolls at all. No. Also, like a rite of passage in Buffalo is seeing them live at least yes, once. I've heard like, that. Like you gotta I've never seen at some point they'll they'll uh, they'll come back around and when they do, you they gotta do, do it. You have to. Go. They're they're awesome. Well, yeah, they're they so like good us. <laughs> for for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> back blue makes fun. Uh, and then last but not least, we got disarmed by the Smashing Pumpkins. Disarm you with a um, <laughs> it's a great song. This one's got to be called the one where Tyler sings a lot. <laughs> I like it. I like but it's a great song. Tyler's going to slap me in a second. Dude's voice is a little whiny. Dude, it's just how he is. <laughs> but yeah, hey, I, at least I'm consistent it about them. It fits with the songs, though. Really yes, they well. do. They do. It's still, it was still a great song. I do mm. definitely liked it still. You guys but. did really good with... Um, with like the dad music yeah. vibe with these ones, because like both playlists, I'm scrolling through yours now too, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, this is 100 percent what I would think of, especially with our era yeah. of music. Yeah, this is exactly what I would think of. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, no. Overall, I really did enjoy your playlist. There was only like one or two songs that I probably wouldn't listen to again, so probably like an eight and a half, nine out of ten. Okay. It was a good one. I did enjoy it, and as I said, I listened to it like four times in two weeks. So, big thing I like in music is like people with unique voices is yes, always yes. what I like cling to, and like things that are especially fun to like sing along to. Like, obviously, I'm having fun singing to like some of these fucking songs. Oh yeah, but, like you know, things that are just fun to like. You know, like, test your vocal abilities. It's like, can I mimic this person well enough? And it's like, that's a big thing with me is like trying to, like, 
mimic the person. Well, I'm like, tone deaf, so I definitely can't mimic them. Like, how, I was listening to <laughs> Imminence on the way here. Uh, fucking, what is that one song? Heaven Shall Burn. And when he does that real low, like, growl at the end, like, I was mimicking that on my way here. I don't think I got it right, but I, you know, I was just like, yeah, you know, that's an example. I like singing along. You are good at mimicking a lot of shit. Because, <clears throat> like, when we ride to the dump and shit, you'll randomly sing a song and you're like, you nail it. I'm like, I hate you. Really? The fact that you can do that. I, but my voice is terrible. Like, if I actually. Yes, like, but actually you can still copy to. them at least. Yeah, I can. Like, I don't have my own, like, unique voice. Like, I can't sing, but, like, I can at least try to match right. vocal tones. Hell yeah. That's fair. I can't do anything high, though. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Fair enough. Got to be trained as hell for that. <laughs> Dad's Rock to Dad Rock by Andrew Baker. Yeah. Yeah. One hour, 22 minutes. Rad Dad mixtape, number one, Cool Dad. And it's got the fucking Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Rolling Stones pictures on it. Yeah. Uh, number one, Chop Suey. Wake up. <laughs> Put a little on a little extra makeup. <laughs> You're almost there. <laughs> almost. I screwed up. <laughs> Why don't you put on a little makeup? There you go. That's what it is. <clears throat> Why'd you leave your keys up on the table? Because he wanted to. There you go, creating another fable. You wanted to. Such a good song. I'm I- not like the biggest System of a Down fan. Like, I enjoy a lot of their music, but then the other ones, I'm like, eh. They're I, all over the place. Though. I just like how detailed they get with their lyrics. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. They're uh, very uh, well-versed. Yes. There's this story about them from when they first came up with like how popular they got and nobody expected them to, uh, where they were going to play the show on Hollywood Boulevard for, I believe, their album release party when their first or second album came out. And so many people showed up to the concert that there was it was like a like a fire hazard like oh, even okay. though it was outdoors there were too many people that so they canceled the show but told nobody they canceled the show so the whole audience like rioted <laughs> because they didn't come on stage that's that's how big system was at one point their their lyrics are 100% the reason why i'm so fascinated by them Oh, yeah, you a know, lot of the time. In this song, um, Rick Rubin <clears throat> was their producer at the time. And they were in the studio. And in the writing for this song, um, Serge Tankian uh, had no lyrics for a specific part. And he was very stuck on the lyrics. So Rick Rubin told him, go over to the bookshelf. Grab the first book you see. And just start reading it. Open up to a page and just start reading. And so the part where he goes, Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. That's kind of dope. That's from the book that he pulled. Yeah, that's not even – yep, I remember that because it wasn't even like an actual written lyric. He just read it out of the book and it worked. Mm -hmm. I do remember seeing that or reading it, one of the two. One of the most – and I know he's – now he's made a career of like collaborating with more rock people too – but when back in the day, like 2013, so yeah, M&M. 10 years ago now, no, oh. um, Tech Nine, when he started working with more rock artists, 
Uh, when he released something else, the second track on it is called Straight Out the Gate, and it's him, Chris Calico, and um, Serge. Oh, really? Serge oh. sings the chorus on it, and oh, it works sick. so well with Tech. And Tech is a huge system of a down fan, too. There's a backstage video of him singing every word to Ariel's <laughs> with Chris Calico, like, somewhere where he's at. Um, but, yeah, the Serge's voice is so good in so many different things. Like he just has such a unique yeah, style that goes with so much. He's uh yeah he just got friends all over the place. It's like a he's a very uh, known person and he knows a lot of people. Yeah. Next we got teenagers by My Chemical Romance. This is a fucking banger. My Chemical Romance is so good. I wouldn't necessarily like my opinion. I wouldn't put this under dad rock, but I it fits. Because it's got that certain vibe to it. Correct. But yeah, that's I, fair. I enjoy it. It's definitely early 2000s for sure. And I love this track. Yeah, well, we're now becoming dads. Early 2000s music. You're True. You're a fucking dad. I'm not going to be. <laughs> that's by choice. You could be a dad. Yeah, you're just not trying hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with you to your vasectomy. <laughs> like, can you buy one, get one? You got you yeah. an open slide. <laughs> yeah, buy one, get one. <laughs> no, it's buy two, get two. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> just don't go for half off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got Beverly Hills by Weezer. Oh, great song. Hottest take you'll ever hear. I fucking hate Weezer. Really? Fair. I fucking hate this band, dude. They do have a couple songs that I like, but I cannot fucking stand Weezer. I hate this song, which is like, I hate to be harsh, but this song is just trash in my opinion <laughs> i like you could have put so like for reference i hate this song but if you put like buddy holly in there i would have like been like oh okay like buddy holly's a song where i don't mind it's a good song either, but like just because of how fucking stupid like memed it is but i can't stand weezer that that's my hottest take probably today is okay weezer is just such a fucking annoying band to me I don't think you would necessarily be alone no. on that with that opinion. I definitely know and people. It could that also don't like be Weezer. the fans in okay. some capacity because they're like, "Oh, Weezer," but it's like the only album you fucking listen to is self-titled from two thousand one mm-hmm. or whatever that was, maybe nineties. That's fair. Like, listen to any other album, please. They don't have one album. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Lonely Day by System of a Down. This is a good one. This is their, a more emotional track by them. Yes. I like this one. It's slow. It's, you know, it's cohesive. I like this one. It's not a typical system. It's very, you know, mellow. It's not all over the place like a lot of their tracks. Yeah, no, 90% of their songs are like Chop Suey. And then yeah. a few of them are like this. I like this one, though. Good song. Hell yeah. Next, you got Savior by Rise Against. I love this song. This is a so fucking good. classic one. I always forget about Rise Against. But they're a solid band. Mm-hmm. Very much so. They, they've got some really, really good standalone songs and some great albums as a whole, too. Uh, next, we got Bleed It Out by Linkin Park. This is a great Linkin Park song. Yes. This whole vibe is just fun. It just feels like you're like just at a house party and they decided to do a jam session. That's, that's <laughs> what it feels like. And the, a lot of that is with the ambiance in the song, like, you know, the crowd cheering and them just, it sounds like they're literally just setting up and just doing random shit. Yeah. And I love it. I love that whole vibe of the song. It just feels like one big party. Uh, next we got Headstrong by Trapped. This one is a must-have. And 
That's why I didn't put it in mine. I know we talked about this. Yeah. But I was like, I think this one's too on the nose for me to put in there. But I love this fucking song. And it fits so well for the, the theme that we were going for. And it was a perfect one. Along with the next one, which is Click Click Boom by Saliva. Yes. Another fantastic song. Love this track. This is a good Saliva song. I went back and listened to Batista's intro by Saliva. That is a fucking terrible song. I walk alone's pretty bad. It's so bad, but like obviously, like you don't pay attention to that when you're ten years old. Mm -hmm. Like watching wrestling, you're like, yeah, this is sick. And the way they modified it for his entrance was sick. Like because it was none of the verses at all, except for the second verse. So like they did their yeah, and like the intro, and then he would walk out, and then he would slap his legs, do the bombs, and then it would go right into the chorus. Yeah, it always like skipped that first verse where it's like this television got a it it's it's so bad it's i like his vocals are not good in that song no um <laughs> and to capitalize on how terrible those songs were i went and listened to jeff hardy's intro the endeavor after song oh yeah yeah that yeah, song's yeah. fucking horrible too that's pretty bad <laughs> Like some of these songs, it's like, did you write it specifically? Like some of them were. Was so Jeff bad. Hardy actually a fan of End Ever After? Because that band fucking it's garbage. Like <laughs> probably knowing Jeff, probably. I just like fucking his, uh, you know, Metalingus by Alter Bridge. Yeah, Alter Bridge is actually a really good band, and that's really a, like, good, a legitimately amazing song. So, like, well, yeah. that's that's how like when Triple H used Motorhead, like his song fit perfectly with with that vibe when um. Even Mysterio using P.O.D. as like, but he's like, it's because they're from his area too in California and he's friends with them. So it like made tons of sense. Like, yeah, this is the vibe. Like, this is. I didn't is... know he used them. Yeah. I had no clue who sang that. Yeah. That song. Yeah, that's P.O.D. Wow. Huh. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Speak in Spanglish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spanglish. <laughs> Oh, so good. All my own boys speak in Spanish. Like, that's a part in the song. Yeah. That's the only part that ever sticks out to me, 5150 50 speak Spanish. Oh, yeah, Whatever they what say, is. yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is. I always freak out. <laughs> uh, next, You're Gonna Go Far, Kid, by The Offspring. Another hot take. I don't like this one. I don't like The Offspring. No? Um, I do enjoy this song to a degree, though. Okay. Like, I have fun with it, but, like... In, like, a more critical sense, I don't really... I think it's his voice. Oh, oh, so you can say... Yeah, I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want here. (laughs) No, yeah, I know. So I get it. I get what you mean by, you know, certain people having a weird voice. I do get the, uh, like, the credibility of this song. It's a solid track. Yeah. I just... I don't really care for the band, but I do enjoy the song to a degree. Uh, Next we have My Way by Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit's one of those bands where some songs are fucking horrible, and you're like, wow, how is this band famous? Yep. And then other songs like this are so good that they're just – it's like I get it. Yep. For a second, I get it. I like this song. It's just fun. It's, you know, I definitely agree with you on that. Limp Bizkit is very 50-50. You either love it or you're like, what the fuck is this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And even though he has an annoying voice – it's good because it's annoying. Yeah. Like he has a, a, a distinct <clears throat> voice enough to where it's like, okay, like I get it. Like this is fucking Limp, Limp Bizkit. Like, mm-hmm. Nobody yep. else sounds like him. No. no. Not at all. Um, next we got 99 Red Balloons by Goldfinger. 
Did I you recognize this song? Never heard or this song. Really? Okay. Yep. Wow. Isn't that crazy? He told me that last week when it was on here. He's like, I don't think I've ever heard this song. And I was like, really? Go back. So what did you I think? I didn't like it. No? Wasn't a fan, no. Um, I don't think... I don't know what it was about it. It was just a weird vibe. It was very... Uh, this is skater rock, you know? Yes. Oh, 100%. I'm pretty sure this game is in Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Um, I mean, their their number one song, um, I forget what it's called, but that is the Tony Hawk theme song. Okay. Um, so they're very much skater rock, yes. for sure. But I don't like that type of okay. like California rock, yeah. almost. Not a big fan of it. I don't know. It was just something about this song that I was like, eh. That's fair. Um, How I Could Just Kill a Man... By Raging Against the Machine. This is another one I've never heard. I was, really? I was surprised that I'd never heard this one. But I did like this one a lot. And this is very classic Rage. Yeah, I could just yeah. chill on me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely classic Rage. I think this is one of the albums that I didn't really uh, delve too deep into. I know a couple songs. Like, um... Fuck, let me go do it real quick. Um, Renegades of Funk. Microphone Fiend. <clears throat> Street Fighting Man, I know. But not a lot on this album. Huh. Yeah. Animal I've Become by Three Days Grace. This is when Three Days Grace was good. Yes. It was a good song. It's fucking sick. And this is, has a, a really, like, good, like, what is that, intro guitar or bass? I don't know what it is, but it's a... Oh, it's a bass, I think, that bass line in the beginning. Yeah, it's very... Uh, you can tell immediately what song it is. And it's such a good, like... <laughs> You immediately are like, ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah, oh, it's the best. <laughs> Great song. Love it. Next. <laughs> I don't I don't know why the trend is shitty sex lyrics, but Addicted <laughs> by Saving Abel. I remembered this song. I was like, oh, I like this song. And then I listened to it, and I was like, this song is disgusting. Like, this is <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> like, I don't know why... Creepy sex lyrics was like the thing back then. Oh, just wait till the next one then. <laughs> yeah, I know. For real. Uh, but good song, Saving Able. It's just a good vibe, but like when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, ew. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I bet the dude's ugly. Too. I'm, so- I'm sorry. Please don't get mad at me. Um, the game just started, and I want oh, you yeah. guys to know that um, New England just ran it immediately to the end zone. Did they we, really? We kicked it off to them. They received and they immediately just ran. On right the kickoff? On the kickoff. Oh, on the kickoff. Awesome. That's a, that's yeah. a great start. So that's a game. wonderful start. Thank you, Buffalo I Bill. love that Vaughn isn't active today. I mean, he wouldn't. he's not on the kickoff. He's not on special team, teams. Number anyway, one rule in the NFL, don't be a Buffalo Bill. Let me guess. DeMar Hamlin's in. Probably. He's the one that missed the tackle. <laughs> he wouldn't He's wouldn't probably shock like him. running around the stands right now. He doesn't know where he is. Fun fact, DeMar Hamlin's played two snaps all season. And both times he's gotten a flag. <laughs> He's two for two on flags. Yeah. Yep. Two plays, two flags. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that, <laughs> I just had to. I no, just had fine. to share that disappointment with Thank you, you guys. I appreciate it. Next, more creepy sex songs. We can have "Bad Girlfriend" by Theory of a Dead Man. All right, this one's gonna sound weird, but I like this song. I like this song too. A weird reason, though, is like when I was young, like thirteen or something, I was obsessed with this song. <laughs> I don't know why. And this is like the only Theory of a Dead Man song. And then I got older and then I realized this song's fucking terrible. But it's fun in a way because I was like, it's nostalgic to a point where I'm like, yeah, this is, it's comparable to Nickelback, but Theory of a Dead Man is garbage. They're a terrible band. Yeah. But this song was, you know, fun enough 
So. Yeah, wasn't bad. Fair. All right. <laughs> I, the next one. Yeah. One of also my least favorite ones. I don't like this song at all. Really? Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, I imagine the guy being the ugliest dude on planet <laughs> Earth singing this song. And you fuck so good, I can't handle it. Like, ew, dude, stop. Why is this a thing? Why, like, early 2000s were these ugly dudes the horniest motherfuckers ever? I don't know. And but... you know they were talking about 13 to 17-year-old girls. <laughs> they were not talking about of-age women at all. Like, it's just gross. I hate it. I this, is, like... this is saving Abel, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this song at all. I probably never listen to the song ever again. I did recognize it, obviously, but right. And you're keeping it going with "Control" by Puddle of Mud that me and Dan were singing earlier. <laughs> um, another creepy sex song. Uh, I think this is Puddle of Mud trying to be Nickelback, and I don't think it worked out for them. Okay, this is probably my least favorite of their big songs. It's a good vibe. Like the thing is, I really like this song because I like that like pseudo breakdown at the end which is really sick but like overall i'm like ew this song's gross like <laughs> can't do it yes i think every time like when he talks about like these creepy sex lyrics and then i think about the video of him singing about a girl by nirvana and i just want to unalive because <laughs> i i'm like ew i don't like you can't sing you're not good at it uh, next, we got In the End by Linkin Park. It's a classic, dude. This Another like creepy sex song. song. Yeah, it's definitely a creepy <laughs> sex song. <laughs> it's a good one, In the End. Uh, next, you got Diary of Jane by Breaking Benjamin. Another classic Breaking Benjamin song. This is a fucking good one. Yeah, I love this, this song. Awesome. Yes. Uh, next, we got Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Fucking can't have, you can't not have Goo Goo Dolls. No, you gotta. Like I said last week, I was like, fuck, I got to put a Google Docs song in my... <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, then we got The Anthem by Good Charlotte. Good. It's a solid track. Yeah. I, never, I always forget this one exists, but it's pretty solid. It's a good one. I liked it. This is definitely a classic 2000s. Oh, for Yes, sure. very much so. Next, we got Face Down by the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Ooh, we got some screenies in here. Uh, this is a good one. I always love this song. This is like my first introduction to like anything screaming. Uh, I mean, other than like Linkin Park, but right. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a very odd song that it was on the radio all the time. Yeah, because yeah. it's very much about domestic abuse. Yeah, like very much about it. Not even trying to hide. No. Yeah. Good song, though. Very odd. And then last, we end with All the Small Things by Blink-182. Yeah. Good one. I think it's overplayed to a point where I'm just like, nah, whatever. But it's a good song. Yeah, you're almost numb to it because you've heard it a thousand yeah. times. But overall, we're, it was a good playlist. A lot of fun. I enjoyed listening to it. I agree. Probably give you about a nine. Cool. Just, there's a few songs that I just despised, but... That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I'm with it. It was definitely it defined our era very, very well. I thought. Thanks. Yes. Um, I'm sending you guys my playlist. I just sent you guys mine. Cool. I gotta send mine. Hold up. Working on it. All right. Whoever's ready first, we can open up theirs. 
You'll like the picture I use for mine, Ty. Hold on. You'll like the one I use for mine. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if, if we did the same thing. not the one, me screaming, or, well, <laughs> just like screaming in no. the picture. <laughs> Although that would, that definitely 100% would have been a good one to use. <laughs> I can't. Uh, okay. All right, I got Andrews. Sent. I got Tyler's. Crack? No, I prefer music. <laughs> did you just put crack in, like, Google's search? No. I did not. Oh, that's definitely a cracky picture, though. It is. Ooh, good list. I like these. All right, so what are we doing? Andrews first? Yeah, we could do Andrews first. All right, so our um topic... Was chosen by Dan. Was chosen by Dan. Yeah. And it was songs that you feel coked out. Slash. <laughs> it's, we'll call it Adrenaline Rush. Let's call it Adrenaline Rush to, to keep it family friendly. But yes. For adrenaline all the times rush. you've done cocaine, these are the songs that you think of. <laughs> nah, these are good. Um, yeah, so it's just songs that get you hyped, get you fucking fired up. Yeah. Um, yes. I had a hard time finding, like, because a lot of, like, songs that I'm trying to think of only come to me whenever they like pop back up. I don't I can't think of shit. So I just like found a bunch of like uh more recent shit that I was like, hell yeah. But it works. Um yeah, so Andrew's got his crack. No, I prefer music. Yes. Yeah. Starts with Motherfucker Up by Tyga and Nicki Minaj. Fantastic. Crank that motherfucker up. <laughs> this beat's nuts. It is. It's it's so good. Figured that'd be a good way to start it off. <laughs> Next we got Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. This is fucking solid. Classic song. Such a good one. Figured I'd end 2023 with my, you know, number one song. Yeah, you gotta. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. If it's your number one song, you have to. Damn, you got some good shit in here. Uh, Rabbit Run by Eminem. I don't fucking know this. I love... So... Yes, you do. I love the fact that you put that in there because that's one of the forgotten ones that M does. Um, It... So this song... Is the very last song on the Eight Mile soundtrack, I, yeah. um, and when I tell you, like M handles his bars in this yes. song unbelievably, it is so good. It is so 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 good. Yeah, if you listen to that song and say that you don't know it once you actually listen to the whole song, I would be shocked. I'd be kind of surprised. Like, yeah, that is definitely it's it's a less popular song, but you should. Still I've seen know Eight it. Mile one time. So what you've only ever seen it once? Yeah, really. When I was really young, it's on Netflix. So Watch I, it again. I had no business <laughs> watching it, but <laughs> nobody has any business watching anything, really. <laughs> so next we have Speedum, Worldwide Choppers Two. Yeah. This one's so fucking good. Good and song. Eminem's verse in this is just disgusting. Yes, it's such a good song. Yes. Uh, next we got Went Silly by King Von. I don't know this one, but I'm excited. Really? Yeah, I don't know this one. Huh. Do you know this one? The King Von? Yeah, when it's silly? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know this one. X Gonna Give It To You by DMX. Yeah. Everybody knows this one. This is a good one. Yes. Um, Alpha Omega by Machine Gun Kelly. That'll be my skip. <laughs> yeah. I know. I thought about getting rid of it. No, that's fine. But no, no. Seriously, I did because I listened to this playlist and I was like, <laughs> eh. I like I like this song, but I don't like this song at the same time. I don't I was know very it, so. 50-50 about it. I don't know it, so I'll, I'll listen to it, obviously. But 
I have no clue what this song is. It's but. a typical Machine Guns Kelly song, but it's still good. Like that was my problem. Was like it's good, but it's not because it's the, Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-hmm. The only thing I know off this one is "Till I Die." That's the only song I know off the, this album. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't huh. listen to MGK, so yeah, that's fair. I don't. I don't enjoy him. He has a decent song with Kid Rock on this album, actually. Kid Rock has nothing decent. <laughs> Kid Rock's only on the hook. Kid Rock has done nothing worthwhile in his career. <laughs> you, listen, all summer long, can't say that wasn't the most fantastic song you've ever heard. What? I've never heard that. Uh, it's the one he did in like, God, it must have been 2008, 2009, that he... Just blatantly ripped off of Werewolves of London and Sweet Home Alabama to make a hit. <laughs> like, very blatantly ripped it off. Wait, like, I think I know what you're talking about. Hold on, let me look it up. We were trying funny things, and we were, we're smoking, smoking funny things. <laughs> yeah, that one. The no way. That's yeah. him. I didn't even know what he did. That's him. Yeah, yeah he ripped off. Yep, 100% ripped it off. Two giant hits. Oh, Shyamalan. The What? This is yeah. him? That's yeah. him. That's him. Dude. I didn't know that those two songs were different. <laughs> Wild, right? I didn't think it was two different songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you know. I, dude, all I thought about Kid Rock is he's the most trashy dude, like... <laughs> For this type of music. I mean, yes. And he made this song, which is like a classic rock song somehow. <laughs> yep. What year was this? <laughs> Gotta be early 2000s. Yeah. 2007? Yep. This sounds like a 1993 song. Later than I thought it was. I was definitely expecting like a one row two. Huh. Wow. Yeah, it's terribly produced. Terribly. Re- it's it's bad. What do you mean? It's, it's a good song. It's, it's a terrible song. <laughs> How is it terrible? Actually, it, now that I hear it, I'm like, it's actually... It is a good song, but just the fact that he literally stole music to make it. Yeah. It's like, that just makes it a bad song. <laughs> Next, we have Aha by Lil Durk. I fucking love this song, dude. It's a good song. <laughs> I love this song so much. It is a good one. Good old Dirk. It's a diss song. Not a little Dirk, a big Dirk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Dirk. He's in disguise. You Dirk. Dirkio. Next we have Shaba featuring ASAP Rocky by ASAP Ferg. This is a fucking classic one, dude. Fantastic. Song. Classic Shabba. banger. Shaba Ricks. Um, next we have Who That Boy, Who Him Is. Yeah. Such a good song. Really good Tyler song. I remember when this one like came out as the single and everybody was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> this is insane. And yeah, and then the rest of Flower Boy did not uh, didn't live up. Didn't even match up. No, it's mm-hmm. a good album, great album, but it didn't match this song at all. This is kind of like the outlier. Mm, yeah, but it is a great album. <clears throat> yeah, that, I don't it, know that I've ever listened to the that. Actually, album. is one of his better ones. Now that I'm thinking of it. Uh, next, we got Mo Bamba by Sheck West. Fucking classic. If you don't it's know this one, one, you live under a rock. Great song. Yeah, such a good song. Okay. Oh, um, next, Gaddy. <laughs> By Pop Smoke, Travis Scott, off the Jack Boys album. Yeah. This one's so good. Hearing Travis on a drill beat was like something else. And I think he fucking, he he did what he needed to do on this one. Yeah, this is a great one. Great verse by him. And then, you know, obviously Pop Smoke was just 
so good on this track. I was so happy that they had at least one song together before uh, he passed. Yeah, for sure. Next, we have Final Warning by NLE Choppa. This is another good one. This is a good one, dude. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this playlist. Yeah, NLE Choppa's got some good stuff, and this is a great song. Um, Family Ties, Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, dude. God, you're giving me flashbacks. This is so sick, dude. Love this song. <laughs> flashbacks to what? Seeing it live. Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot that you've seen them. I know, I brag about Lucky. it all the time, but you kind of have to. Yeah, no, pff, that, that'd be something I would take major bragging I was going to say, if I was time. in your shoes, I'd brag about it all the time, <clears> too, <throat> so. God, dude, it's like, I felt like I was floating. All right, I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, next, a song I cannot fucking stand. <laughs> it's because it was way overplayed. Uh, there's a, oh, like uh, a, a deeper story to this song, but oh. Whoop Dee by CJ. Uh, this guy, he is the definition of industry plant. Okay. Um, like his uncle or whatever was, I think he was like the CEO of some record label and like got him a song. Oh, really? And this song, this beat is not even like his, I mean, like a bunch of people have used this beat. Okay. A ton. And the thing is, it's not a bad song per se. Like, it is a good track, like a drill song overall. Like, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a nice, cohesive drill song. Yes. But if you listen, like, King Von has a version of Whoop Um And there's a bunch of other people that have a version of Whoop And they do it way better. Okay. So, that's that's why I'm like, eh, this song, like... Are this... they all still addicted to blue cheese? No. Oh, darn it. This beat, this beat has been th- has been done way better. Next, we got "Numb" and "Encore" by Jay Z and Lincoln Park. This one's fucking badass. One of the best dude. ever. One of the Seriously, best ever. like this will never happen again. Like no, a collision course like this was so insane. And it's like everybody's like, "Oh, I wish uh, metal slash rock would mix with rap again." But it's like, yeah, but we're gonna get Lil Mabu. Or like MGK, and it's like we're not getting people like Jay Z or anybody no. doing things like this anymore. Like the closest we just got was Lil Uzi with like Bring Me the Horizon, which is awesome. But like, you're yeah. not gonna get something this fucking electric. No, again. great song. Next we got Hero by Skillet, dude. Fucking SmackDown versus Raw 2009. Great song. God. Great song. I think it was 09. Such a good song, dude. Skillet was. They're a Christian band. I don't know if you know that. They sure yes. are. Yep. But oh, they're super Christian. Yeah. And they have, uh, they have some really, really good like adrenaline moving songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. like they oh, have yeah. really good music. Mm-hmm. Really good. And um, I love the, the dynamic between the male and the the female leads lead singers on that. It's great. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Next, we have Akudama by Alpha Wolf. My number five song of twenty twenty. <laughs> this is a good good song. It is. Uh, this is only going to add it to my Spotify wrap for next year again. Perfect. <laughs> Great song. I was actually surprised you put some like uh, metalcore and shit in here. It gets you going. It's yeah. adrenaline rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next we got Pulling Teeth by Of Mice and Men. I don't know if I know this one. Not sure I know this one. I don't know a lot of new Of Mice and Men. You'll enjoy it. It's a fun one. Fuck yeah. Yes. Sick one. Love it. Love of Mice and Men. At least older stuff. I'm not too keen on their newer stuff. Okay. But I do like songs from their newer stuff, but it took me a little bit to get used to it. Right. That's um, fair. Black Betty by Ram Jam. I have never in my life 
known the name of the band that sang this song. Have you ever seen now. the music video? I think so. <laughs> Please look it up. They are literally just like hanging out in a field playing this song. Oh, never mind. I thought it was. It's hilarious. <laughs> And they literally look like the typical 1970s people with, like, the long hair, the big glasses that are tinted, the mustache. Like, it's just – it's great. Sick, dude. It's a great song. It's, it is. It is a great song. It's in a weird placement in this <laughs> playlist. I love it. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, Akudama pulling teeth, black medic. And then we go back to We Got the Moves. It's like one of these things is not like – Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where to put it. It didn't fit anywhere. Uh, yeah, it's true. It doesn't fit anywhere. That's how, that's how I felt with mine. Is mine is very much like I wanted to order it in a decent way, but there was stuff that I was just like, eh, I'm gonna well, have to. Put I tried. These. I was like, rap, metal, and then like electric, so to speak. But I was like, where does Black Betty go then? <laughs> Anywhere it wants. But I had to put it in there. Every yeah. time you hear that song, you can't help but be like, Whoa, yeah, like that ain't bad. It's it, fucking sick. It's a jam. <laughs> we Got the Moves by Electric Cowboy. I fucking love them, dude. I like have an unhealthy obsession with this band. I love them so much. I honestly do, too, and it's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously, when we first found them, it was awesome. But, yeah, they're so good. And this song is might be my favorite one. My favorite part is when they do that, don't. In the, in the middle of the song? Yes. So much fun. Just classic German. Do you listen to them? Electric Cowboy? Yeah, absolutely. Electric. Yep. So much fun. I thought yeah, so. They're so sure. good. Yes. They're so, so good. Take Your Head Off by Sudden Death. Is this newer? I don't know. Oh, 2017. So no. Not, no. I have not heard this one. Mm-hmm. I've heard other a lot of other Sudden Death music, but not this one. So okay. I'm interested. And then... <laughs> The might be the most overplayed song yes. ever is turned down for what? And <laughs> yes. I recently heard it in a commercial during like a football game or something. Really? And I had like whiplash. <laughs> I was like, why is this song still playing? <laughs> uh, I used to love this song. Uh, now it's like a nostalgic love for it. Yes. It's just. Like it's fun, but it's so overplayed. It's like, man, I, I've had enough of this. But I, yeah, I get that. Song. I totally agree. But yeah, it's one of those, and I was like, I couldn't help but put it in there. All right, this is a fun, fun list of songs. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to this. Who do we want to do next? Let us see. Mm-hmm. We could do yours. Can you mind? Pull it up. That's Dan's. There's yours. Okay. Now let's get a little lit. <laughs> With a picture of Ben getting lit. Ben, he Just is, kidding. He's, he's so turned up. He's asleep. <laughs> yeah, Ben is fucking. I put this. I put the picture in on my drive here. I, like, <laughs> I need a picture, so it's like, well, this is one of my most recent ones. This is good. It works. He partied so hard he passed out. I love it. Oh, this is this is a really good like kind of time bomb list. I like that. I say that in all like respectfully beating like. If you see a bomb that's like counting down for thirty minutes, you know you gotta rush in order to like get through. That's like pure adrenaline through the whole thing. That's what I tried doing too. Uh, let's see. Dan, you want to go through this one? Yeah. Um, first, we started off with "Off the Grid" by Kanye West. This is um, off Donda, which is one of the ones that I've listened to least off his. So I remember this, but it's gonna be a nice. Uh, listen again to refresh myself. I mean, with, with it. you being as big of a Fabio Foreign fan as you are, yeah. 
his verse. This might be like his best. Yes, yeah. This is the five v one. The I love five v four. And he had such a weird fall off. It's sad. I know. I know. Like, I don't know Bible what the hell. Was such a good album, and then now he's doing that song with Mabu, and it's like everybody's now <laughs> the, like they're taking him as a joke. I know. It seriously. wasn't a bad song, but I it's just like Mabu. Mabu. Yeah, all. yeah, I get that. But I thought it was a really funny song. Like you told me, let's do it. I was like, this is a fucking. I love how every movie. time Mabu goes to say the N word, yeah, Five Yo jumps in yeah. like at the last second with he's it. Like, can you help me out with this? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love it. it was, it was a good song. Yeah, I don't but know. it's yeah, it's just the party it's behind. Yeah. Um, At Me by Playboy Cardi. His best song. Yes, this is definitely his best song. <laughs> this fucking beat. Like, you wouldn't think this is adrenaline at all. Yeah. Like, this beat sounds like he's playing it off a children's keyboard. Fucking Cardi is... And I like, love it. I love this beat. He's, like, the best and the worst. I don't, Playboy I don't Cardi know. made this in a cave out of scraps. With a box of scraps. Fun fact, every time I see his name, I always think it's a girl. And like I'll start the song, and I'm like, why did I think this was a girl? I think it's just because it says Playboy. And, and so probably automatically goes, oh, girl. And it might be Cardi B, too. Yeah, like, maybe. Cardi B could have like something to do with that. It's possible. For sure. Every single time I see his name, I'm like, oh, that's a girl. Yeah. I get that. I don't know. You <laughs> do that with uh, like Chelsea Grin. Yeah, but I mean, that one's Chelsea. Shore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they do. Friends and Family by Nav. This is a good song. This album was really, like, it came out of nowhere, and it ended up being, like, really, really good. Mm -hmm. This is his collab tape with Wheezy. Yeah, this one was really, really good. Um, Fiend, of course. That's Fiend. <laughs> it's one Fiend. of the most hype songs on the Travis album. Fun fact on this one. You know, obviously, uh, how they're saying Fiend the whole time? Yeah. That's not Cardi. Who is it? It's Travis. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is it really? Yeah. I would not like. I would have put so much money to bet against that being according, true. According to credits and like a lot of info that was coming out during the album, that that's Travis. But you know, it might be Cardi. But uh, according to a bunch of information that I've gotten, that's that's Travis doing that, and Cardi is only doing his other voice. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> that's so weird. It's so weird to think about. Um, yes, but we have Fiend. Then we have, who is it? It's me! <laughs> the <laughs> one that you between. Uh, Knock Knock oh, by Casanova. Okay. Um, Casanova just always brings me back he to the shady days. Dan had, like, an <laughs> unhealthy obsession with Casanova at this point. Like, this album specifically was so good. So good. Well, Woe's such a good song, too. Yes. Like, with Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah does such a good fucking verse on that. So and, like, good. Casanova has such a range on this album. Mm -hmm. Too bad he uh, got out of jail and then immediately went back in for racketeering, and he's never getting out. <laughs> yeah, so. no, he's, he's, he's not getting out of there for sure. Um, let me see... Then we got um, Trademark USA by Baby Keem. Trademark on that pussy. Trademark on my brand new bitch. Yep. Very good song. Um, I like this album a lot. So uh, I like that Baby Keem album To brag a lot. Not to brag, but to brag. But to uh, brag. Well, obviously, when I saw him live, this is the first song he played, and the crowd moved up about 30 feet. I, can, I thought I was going to die for Dude, it. I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have mobbed the stage at that point. And I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Um, let me see. 
Um, then, of course, we've got the legendary Broadway girls. Yeah. Tyler uh, doesn't even like this song. Why would you put this on? I've understand. never heard the song before <laughs> in my life. I just saw the name. I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Broadway Girls is a fantastic song. And I feel it, like I could get anything done while this song's playing. It, yeah, it is a weird adrenaline one for it some is. reason. 2 a.m. in a Broadway bar. So good. So good, dude. Um, then we move on to When We Were Young by Architects. Um, Architects are fucking fantastic. I can't wait to listen to this. Um, Brand New Numb by Motionless and White, another band you got me very into when we were working together. Uh, they're very, very good. They are a good band. Whatever by Avoid, which I believe I've heard before, but it's escaping me right now as far as what it sounds like. I know the band. I don't know if I know the song. You'll know mm-hmm. the song. Okay. You will. I don't know damn well. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be one I absolutely Music video for this one is great. Um, in the beginning, his like agent or whatever calls him or his label is like, he's like, oh, we get it. You're making music. He's like, but emo is the new thing. He's like, do what we were doing with Hawthorne Heights back in 08. And so the whole song is like the label's trying to tell you what to do. But the video's dope because they're doing like the running in place and like the crab, uh, the crab. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm making this song. It's <laughs> I love that so much. Um, then we move to What Are You Waiting For by Beartooth. I really like Beartooth. I really like this song. This is definitely one that pumps me up every time I listen to it. This you album, like Beartooth? Yes, I do. Cool. This album is insane. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, ben. New Jersey Legion Ice Tea by A Day to Remember. I like that you put two A Day to Remember songs back to back because they are my ultimate like adrenaline band yeah, for sure. So good. Um so it's that followed up with The Downfall of Us All, which The Downfall of Us All is one of the best songs they've ever made, period. You showed me this so early into like my music listening. I showed you this song? You showed me A Day to Remember. That makes me happy. You showed really? me this one and um, Mr. Highway's Thinking About the End. I fucking love that song. We'll, we'll talk about that song more in a few minutes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Sneak peek. Uh, yeah, my old... One of my old wrestling trainers used to come out to this song, too, when he came to the ring. Yeah, so you was... showed me the downfall of us all, because like, you showed me Attack, Attack, and then you were like, oh, if you like that shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's so damn good. What happened with the Bills game? Dude picked it off. Yep. We, we did? Yeah. Fuck yeah. At like the 20. We're still losing, but we are. it's 7 to 3. Yeah. Feel free to interrupt and tell me. No, okay. you're good. Uh, and then we close it off with The Summoning by Sleep Token. I figured if you were here, good I had to put this one. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, probably the best written rock song of 2023. Really? And like just the best composed one, maybe I'd say. Especially because of that transition at the end where it sounds like those two blends of music should not be existing together. Going back to January when uh, me and Ben covered their album, um, I had mentioned that I believe the lead singer had to do with something with music theory or yeah. something because he really yeah. understands music. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Um, Have you looked more into that or no? No. Okay. I mean, I, he's unknown. Like, yeah, people know his name, Yeah, but you don't know anything about him. Well, Correct. we we know that or his name, and then that like his old band's name or whatever, right? Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. about it. Yes. Um. So that is Tyler's whole playlist. The let's get little it. I like that. Good one. I'm gonna Good be punching one. holes in my office wall on Tuesday. Perfect. <laughs> I fucking love the picture. Right. 
<laughs> I knew you'd love it. You're it's, supposed to be my friend. <laughs> after our after our talk yesterday and the things Batista may or may not have been doing while he was wrestling. <laughs> As far as adding to his own adrenaline. Batista was a thousand percent on some sort of... Look at how red his face is in that moment. He literally looks as red as a dude. Veins popping out, dude. He is (laughs) shredded. I'm about to be my fat. (laughs) Drax the Destroyer. Literally. Like the actual Destroyer. (laughs) Uh... Yeah. What are the first two titles of these songs? So intermission. The f- these. Oh, okay. yeah. Paper cut. The reason I put oh. these two together <laughs> the way it is, um, is because on the album these two tracks lead into each other, and I enjoy the transition from what they do in the intermission to this song, and I feel like it adds a little bit to yeah, it. You need to have that. Yeah, so I decided to add that as, like, the intro to the playlist. And then um, this version of Paper Cut is off the uh, reanimation album that Linkin Park it's did. Like a remix album of that. Okay. Of their first album, yeah. So they brought in a bunch of these rap artists and other um, rock artists as well to kind of, like, rethink all their current songs like they like they do a lot of um they do a lot of stuff with they do a track or two with jonathan davis uh on this album the lead singer of corn um they do one or two tracks with marilyn manson um aaron lewis who's the lead singer of stained they do uh the version of crawling they do is with him Mm -hmm. they also do um like they have like another intermission at one point and black thought does a verse on it which yeah, is this, super awesome this one huh. was like the rap remix and then the remix album of living things was like their dubstep yes remix album. So they've yeah. done a couple remix albums yeah they've done kind of stuff that's concurrent with what the times are like yeah. too which i've always liked <laughs> um yeah so those are the first two and that's why i put them in together i think i had this one physical I had the vinyl version of this really? album. Yeah, it sounds mm. really good. It sounds awesome. really good. On it was a pretty good listen, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really is. It's a creative effort that they do for sure. When Maybe was, not their best work, but it's really so good. Young um, Allie, Nick's wife, she uh, found out that I was obsessed with Linkin Park, and she was when she was there. So she just had all of the albums and just like gave them to me. Oh hell so yeah! I was able to listen to like every single like even the That's live cool. in Texas she had on CD. Shout out Ellie! No way! Freaking awesome! That is awesome. <clears throat> That's really huh. dope. Um. So yeah, you got intermission and paper cut from reanimation, and then you got waking up by ten years. Yes. Um. So ten years is kind of another one of those Seether, Breaking Benjamin era bands. They sound a touch more indie than those two do but they their drum lines and guitars i absolutely love i I love how they um how they kind of mix everything up and their musical artistry is really good too they like breaking benjamin a couple of years ago they did like a stripped album with a lot of reworked versions of some of their songs and i got so much enjoyment out of listening to it Hmm. um but yeah this one a lot of these stay in my head as far as like I could edit a wrestling match to this, or I can see this come as someone's theme or whatever as right. they're coming out. So that's kind of the realm that this song fits into in my Put head. Put that in my head when listening to it. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. The next one is, you know, because some things just don't change. <laughs> it's better when they stay the same. 
although the whole world knows your name. Cold Wind Blows, Eminem. So good. <laughs> um, one of my favorites. Recovery is such a good album, and this was the perfect way to lead it off was with that one. Um, I have very specific memories uh, with Andrew when this album came out because I remember that week Adam and Eli were slated yeah. to come in. So Andrew came and stayed at my house um, yeah. for like those couple of days because they always stay with Aunt Rachel. So. Is that when we did all those pictures? Uh, th- I think that was the year after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, the, it was a year later because this was, I think, our – or would have been my junior year going okay. into senior year like that summer. Yeah, go um, And Recovery had just – or yeah, Recovery had just come out. And I got it off iTunes, either burned the disc or had it playing on the computer – and we were we were playing like Call of Duty World at War on the Wii, and just like I remember and that. vibing God to this album. It was definitely the was this 2012, 13? something 2010, like that. Yeah. 2010. 2010. Mm-hmm. 2010 we wow. were doing this. I remember. So I have yeah, because I graduated in twelve and I was a yes. year behind you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have very specific memories with this album. One of them was we saw the trampoline at the point. So one of the times I was just like jumping on the trampoline listening to this album. Like the entirety, I was on the, the fucking trampoline. Yeah, it's so one of my good. favorite songs, Cinderella Man. I used to play that, and then when it finished, replay it. Play it. That was one of my favorite. It was songs. definitely it's, a good one. It's one of the best he's done <clears throat> for sure. Next, you got Rabbit's Revenge by Tom Morello, featuring Bass Nectar, Big Boy, and Killer Mike. Yeah, this is off of um, Tom Morello's like collab album with Everybody Under the Sun. This song, <laughs> fucking. Always makes me want to like run a race. What happened? We got the ball back again. Did we? Damn, Zappy sucks. Fuck yeah, um, dude fumbled. Hell yes. Um, the the lineup on this too. Uh, Big Boy and Killer Mike just both have very distinct voices with yeah. rapping too. I know the name Killer Mike for sure. But he's I don't from know Run if I know. the Jewels. He's from Run the Jewels. Yeah, and he's he's also done a ton of solo work in the past. Yeah, he's he's, he's an Atlanta good. based rapper. Okay, he's super good. Super good. Um. <clears throat> This song is pure adrenaline. Pure, pure, pure adrenaline. I love Any, Tom Morello. He's one of my favorite guitarists. Anytime I'm trying to like write just to write and journal to get like things out there and I'm writing like – sometimes I write like movie scenes or stuff like that. Yeah. If I'm ever writing action scenes, this is the one I put on first because okay. it, it immediately gets like – Chase scenes flowing in my mind, flight uh, like fight scenes flowing. Like you'll understand when you okay. listen to Andrew, it. You're familiar with Tom Morello, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was on the last playlist, wasn't he? Uh, he's the guitarist for Rage Against the Machine. Yes. Okay. Yep. He's he's a phenomenal musician. Just in general, as a musician, he is unbelievable. Next, we got Juice by Sess Crew featuring Tech Nine. This one I just rediscovered recently. And uh, first of all, Sess Crew, uh, one of um, – they're one of uh, Tech Nine's signees on Strange Music. And it's a duo of these two guys. And lyrically, they are both so good and complement each other so well. The one you would never think is a rapper your entire life. Like he just – he doesn't have that look of like, oh, really? Like oh, okay. you? Like you're doing this song right now? <laughs> Um, the beat on this song is so simple. It, it's such a simple beat, and it's but it sounds like um, it sounds like something out of uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Okay, uh, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, the guy on the left. Yeah, he does not look like he no. would be. Bar for bar, they are so good. And then Tech Nine uh, comes in at the end. He does the last verse, and it is such a solid way to finish it off. It is so good. It's one of my favorite Tech verses he's ever had because he, because the beat is so simple. It's one of those songs that you have to concentrate on the lyrics for. Okay. Like, there's no the the yeah. lyrics are the the main event in that. And Tech puts it together so well. And the final word on on his verse before he leaves is so perfect. I like the fact that Tech Nine's name is on here twice. Yep. It says Juice C Crew featuring Tech Nine. It's Tech a, Nine. It's one of those stupid uh like things from that era where it's it, it felt like they had to be like this featuring Tech Nine, and then it added him as an artist that's featured later on because yeah. of streaming. It's it's weird. It's weird how they did that. Next, we got "The Void" by Spirit Box. I, I don't really got to say no, much you don't, about you don't that. Say shit about this. <laughs> this this song goes so. I, I in fact, I just checked because they have those websites now. You could see like your overall um, kind of viewing in history on. Certain things uh, in, in your Spotify, like the songs you've listened to most ever in the past six months, or most yeah. listened to artists or whatever, The Void is already in my top 15. Awesome. And I've had Spotify for like eight years. <laughs> nice. And this song is already like – I a lot of times I'll replay it as soon as it's finished because it just – it does something to me. You just can't get enough of it so almost. Good. Yeah. I, I can't I can't. I can never get enough of this song because it just is put together so perfectly. When I saw them live, the void had just come out and I didn't know that they I didn't know if they were going to play it. And then all their lights changed to purple and I was like, oh yeah, they're playing it. <laughs> yeah. This I always think of like it's gonna be a weird like it shows you where my brain goes as far as when I write things or whatever, I picture like someone running away from like bad guys and there's someone else who is trying to save them. That's trying to make their way to that dude. And then when they do that last chorus um, of like where it's kind of stripped, it doesn't go as hard, but you can hear it almost uh, – What? how do I want to say this musically? It almost sounds like it gets softer yeah. compared to the other choruses. I always picture like, okay, dude number one is caught on top of a roof. Second dude makes it up that's saving them and tackles them off the roof like they're falling into like – him saving him somehow in like this total free fall but like that's the way my brain like crafts this song together is it just feels like the stakes are so fucking high in that moment just always does for me next we got all right then by keizo featuring the zealots people are listening to this at home going what the fuck is he talking about right now <laughs> yeah who is this guy um th uh this is one of my favorite Queso songs that he's ever produced. I don't think I've heard this one. ever. Um, I don't know that I've heard this one either. It's so clean in the verses, and then when it hits the drop, it just goes absolutely insane. I, 
absolutely, absolutely love I it. I love seeing him live. That was sick. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've headbanged that much in years. Dude, I was going feral. I was going absolutely ham. One of the uh, one of the songs later on here I remember from when we went to go see him too. Next we got "Won't Back Down" by Eminem and Pink. I was debating whether or not to put two recovery songs in uh, both good ones in here. Yeah, but you know what? They both evoke the same amount of adrenaline with me because "Won't Back Down" is such a good, good good like hype up song i kind of forgot about this song. they still use it in a bunch of stuff to this day like i'll hear a preview for something i'll be like oh shit won't back down is playing in that right now <laughs> yeah. it's just got a really good like back background like riff almost it's like a guitar when you hear that guitar riff live it's so different oh, sick. it's so so good in the first instance i remember even getting an inkling of that was him and wayne did saturday night live um the one year when Wayne had just gotten out of jail and recovery had just gotten out. So it was December of 2010. Like no okay. love or whatever it was. They did no love first. And then when they came back and did their second, um, Jeff Bridges was on that night. I don't know how I remember that. But he, he introduced them. It was like, once again, Eminem and Lil Wayne. And they just kind of, they did this like, almost like this ambiance sound with it where they were like leading up to something. And then... There was like a second of silence, and they started the, you can tell me, and like, then everything, like, the guitars just coming in, the drums live, too, when that guy's just going, it just gets you so hyped up. So, M did that with um, Denine, and then... They switched, and Wayne did Six Foot, Seven Foot, and it was the first time I had ever heard that song in my life. Oh, it's really? it's so good. It, well, it was he had just gotten out of jail. I think it had just gotten released. It was oh, like the first okay. time a lot of people saw him do that on a platform that big. Um, hmm. Yeah, a fucking great era of music, honestly. Yeah, it really was. Next, Fine Day Anthem, a Skrillex, Boys Noise, and Opus Three. Yes, this is one from this past year. I yeah. love. I absolutely love the comeback. Uh, that Skrillex is having musically. Where he, he disappeared for a while, and then he came back with two great albums. Now he's just popping up at everything. He's yeah. producing for people. He's And this is one of the songs this year that I heard, and I was like, he's still got it, like, big time. I think he time. needed that time to distance himself from being the the king of dubstep. Yeah. Creating that genre, basically. I agree. And then reinventing his sound, because he's never been locked into one sound ever. Nope. Which is awesome. But I was not a big fan of this song. I remember Andrew sent this to me one day, and I listened to it. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I'm excited to revisit. It's the layers of it for me, because it sounds so... It's another one where it sounds so clean up until the chorus, and then when it changes up, it just takes me to another place. Like, all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of a club, like, and it's strobing, you know? That kind of a thing. Yeah. Next we got Stick Stickly by Attack Attack. You gotta say more. Fucking adrenaline rush song of a lifetime. Probably, this Good is my one. first introduction to anything metalcore. I, I've been listening to this album so much recently for whatever reason. Bro Ashley's huh. here. Bro Ashley's here is so good. It's such a nice Sexual transition after that. What happens if I can't check my MySpace when we get there? <laughs> that that leading into the dance interlude that they do is like, what the fuck is this band? 
<laughs> like, what are they? What are they doing? Attack Attack is the stepping stone for a lot of big artists. Yeah. Caleb from Beartooth. Uh, Austin from Of Mice and Men. Yes. Uh, you have a lot of people that have gone through. Uh, the guy who's Bill Murray now, he was the lead singer of Attack Attack. Every like A lot of people have gone through Attack Attack into, you know, yeah. a name for themselves. And yeah. they, they got a lot of – you know what sucked for them at the time too? They got a lot of really shitty hate going after them at the time because they were using auto-tune in their music. Yeah, but they created that crab core, which is but what no, Asking Alexandria yeah, capitalized Yeah, but, but nobody understood it at the time. Yeah. Like, that was a new thing. Like, Victory Records and, like, Rise and all these, like, smaller metal labels were just starting to get bigger. Yeah. And so people heard this. They were like, what the fuck is this, this shit? This was, like, at the end of, like, Avenged Sevenfold and... um. What's that other? But Kill Switch engage with that classic yeah. metalcore sound into this more crabcore, leaning into the deathcore era. Yes, it's a very big turning point that a lot of people didn't understand. So, like, I get what you mean, but mm-hmm. huh. yeah, they they got a lot of unnecessary hate for that, and it, it was really disappointing. Like, if you like this album, go check out Asking Alexandria's first album because it is yes, it's, it's that it's Just the exact more same refined thing. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have Million Dollars Worth of Game by 2 Chains and 42 Doug. This is a classic. Four Foot Two Doug. It is. <laughs> Four Foot Two Doug, yes. Um, I think I told you, like, the first time I listened to this album. Yes. It makes me feel like I could conquer the world and then walk out and win tag team belts by myself. <laughs> like, like just coming out as well. No, don't need a partner. Just me. No, go back Let's to the locker room. I got this. Did go to jail? I think he did. So, something's up with him for like gun charges or something like that. Yeah, because he was around for a while and he just disappeared. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Breakdown by Keizo Sin and 0936. This is um, this is one that I have very distinct memories of headbanging to. Really during... like this song until 0936 comes on, but other than that, the song's great. Yeah. 42 Doug went to jail in April for a year. Yeah. Okay, so, so he'll be out soon. I, I hope he's out and making music soon. I absolutely love his music. <laughs> 42 dog for no reason whatsoever <laughs> he's he's great a, a lot of his older stuff if you go back and listen to his older mixtapes they're great yeah they are really really good he makes good music next mr highways thinking about the end yes by a day to remember so this is i had mentioned this was coming disrespect your surroundings this was the first a day to remember song i ever heard really and oh. It's a fantastic one. Mine was either, I think it was The Downfall of Us All, which was you who showed me it. But. Yeah. Um, and it's because they, Kevin used it to edit this triple threat match the one time, and the match was awesome too, and this added to the ambiance nice. of it so well, and I became obsessed with it. That's when I became obsessed with The Day to Remember, and like fell down the rabbit hole of like, oh, I'm made of wax, Larry, made of wax, Larry, what are you made of, and uh, Downfall of Us All, and... Um, the plot to bomb the panhandle. Yeah, so just good. A fantastic Dude, the song. The riff on that song. The... Dude. <laughs> ah, so good. My favorite is um, Sometimes You're the Hammer, Sometimes You're the Nap. Yes, that's a great one. That's uh, my favorite A Day to Remember song. So good. I remember I asked my mom for, um, ah, fuck, someday, no, what separates from me from you. Yeah. I asked for that for Christmas the one year. 
and I replayed that until like the CD like worn down. Yeah, I was. I was. I caught myself. Caught myself. Next, we got Ricky by Denzel Curry. This is one I have you to thank for because I didn't know Denzel Curry until we started working together. Really, I'd heard a couple of his things. He was so good. Ricky. This is another one. Like if I was wrestling still, I would use this as my theme. Everywhere, awesome. <laughs> Everywhere, Mama it, said, trust no, no, oh, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> it's it's just so well put together. Great um, song. Denzel Curry is his, especially his older stuff is so damn good. So 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 damn good. Next, we got Metalingus by Alter Bridge. I mentioned this earlier. Yep, this is another one we were talking about earlier. Um, Edge's theme is one of the best ever used in wrestling. Uh, firsthand, I've been on runs where uh, I'm like, okay, I don't have the energy to go through this. And I just have Shuffle on and Metalingus will come on. And I'm like, okay, guess I'm running another mile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those ones that immediately, immediately just gets you, gets you moving. I watched that Royal Rumble entrance like again awesome. before I came here. And they so... Andrew, you're not a huge wrestling person. No. Edge, who is um, – he started out as an incredible tag team wrestler and then like a really good like singles mid-card wrestler. And then all through like mine and Tyler's growing up, he was like champion level yeah. where he's like doing this. He had hurt his neck a ton throughout his wrestling career. Okay. And in 2011, he was forced to retire because there, he needed triple neck fusion surgery oh, yeah, that's on his reason. neck. And they said, like, you're not going to be able to do this again. So he kind of, like, stayed around as, like, a, you know, a legend's role. And, yeah. like, he would, like, come out and give people, like, motivational speeches every okay. once in a while. or Like, just make an appearance right. in, in that area. And then in 2020, right before the world shut down. Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere, all of a sudden, he came back during the Royal Rumble as an to entrance wrestle? to wrestle. He got cleared, and nobody like nobody knew he okay. got. So his music hit. This song hits. the The crowd went absolutely insane for him, and it's one of the most emotional moments you'll ever see in wrestling because okay. he has all this smoke he always walks through or whatever. Right. But he comes running out. Like, he's all charged up. Everybody's losing it because he's back. He runs to both sides of the entranceway like he normally would. And then he comes through the smoke, and he has this look in his eyes like he is so overwhelmed that he's getting this reaction from it. Right. And when I see that look, I tear up. every Because it's... It's such a human moment that, like, you don't get to see in wrestling all the right. time. He didn't think he was ever going to come back. He didn't think he was ever going to come back. And, like, the the look on his face is almost like, they still love me. Right. Like, they still love me as much as they did. Because you don't know. No. You you think, like, oh, maybe they... They still they, like they, me. Or, yeah. But what? they, like... It's one of the greatest comebacks in wrestling like, history like, because huh, of that. Ten years from now, right? So even with, um, you know, even even with everything that that song meant to me beforehand, when I heard it in that moment too, now it adds this moment oh, yeah. of like you can fucking do anything with your life if you want to. Right? You just can. 
You can, if, I mean, the man made it through triple neck surgery. Tri- triple, triple fusion, fusion. neck surgery. Like, right. how, who comes back from that? Right. Nobody is supposed to come back from that. Yeah, he's one of my favorite. Wrestlers. Let alone wrestle like that again. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Huh. Cool. Yeah, it was a great moment. Yeah. You'll, I have to watch Randy Orton's. Return. Yeah. You, you got to. Because he's also too. one of my faves. <laughs> he's um, the man. And then lastly, we have Right Now by Fire from the Gods. This is another one that I have you to thank for. Uh, Showing me this, this was for sure such an anthem for me. Forever, it's it's one of the perfect rock songs. Oh, it's great! It's just it's written well. It's composed perfectly as far as like uh, an adrenaline song. You should listen to this one on runs too. Um, if I had to like give it a label for this playlist, I call it the bonus track. Like it's almost like the the bonus little push of adrenaline that would push you through. Because I don't feel like it's as hype as the others, but I wanted it to have a place on here um, because it really does like just kick everything up for me. Uh, but yeah, that was all, that was all the one I put together for you guys. Okay, that's our playlists. Yeah, they're exciting. Fun. Yeah, I got two two to listen to. I know that's even better. Yay. I know I can't wait to delve into these. And then I don't know how we're gonna review these. Maybe I'll review them on review them on YAO or something. But yeah, you could do something like that for yeah. sure. Come on, WGO when it's back from hiatus or something like that. Yeah, whenever Ben decides to <laughs> want to record. Well, he doesn't know where he is in the world right now, so it might be a while. He's he's Carmen San Diego, dude. It's fine. I might need help with some WGO episodes in the future. <laughs> we can we can do that. I'll find a new host. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy lordy <clears throat> hell yeah is there anything else we want to talk about shit I don't know I uh we talked like music and review a little bit yesterday but... yeah I like uh I guess let's go through 2023 really so I mean obviously I think we've all done our wrapped on an episode before so yes you know we've yeah but you know had uh, a lot of country on mine, and then you know the random spirit box songs and <laughs> shit like that that popped up. But <clears throat> pretty lax year for me. But I did listen to a shit ton of metal this year. That was like my main genre this year. Um, I mean, if, if there's any albums or anything this year that stood out to you, you can drop those. Uh, I loved. Hold on, let me find the exact name of it. Andrew, if you have anything, you could go ahead. Um, I was going to say up. the um, Sleep Token album, I think, was the biggest standout for me. Just because it, I was then just getting into metal, so to speak, more. And then that dropped. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. Yeah. But that I think them and then Spirit Box would be my two highlights of this year. Nice. Yeah. Spirit Box was so good as far as Sleep Token's album was amazing. Utopia was really, really good. Yes. Um Musically, one of my favorite albums this year was uh, Red Moon and Venus, which was Caliucci's album uh, that she put out in uh, hold on, when was the month? March of this past year. And it is a very, very, very good album. If you guys haven't like listened her. to it, I like Caliucci's a lot. What type of music is it? It's uh, very much like R&B. I don't know, like R and B, poppy, okay. like kind of. In a way, but more R&B. Okay. She has a great blend of sounds that she uses. Uh, I mean, the things I listen to, I really like Morgan Wallen's album this year, even though it was like 30 songs. But You like Morgan Wallen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Huh. Uh, 
Yeah, Who'd have thought that, that was really good. Um, metal. Uh, my number one album of the year this year was the Currents album, "The Death We Seek." Okay, I think that was one of the most impressive metalcore projects I've ever heard, and like everybody was on ten on that album, and the vocalist is just nuts. Um, Spearbox's EP was fantastic. Um, Beartooth's album was such a surprise and it was very very well done i forgot about that that was a good one too. Mm. uh that one is different for me in terms of being special because that was caleb embracing his depression and uh you know mental struggles and kind of admitting like hey i'm fucking done with this shit like i want to be happy and that was him uh celebrating his his coming to terms with you know, wanting to change and wanting to be a better person. So I took a lot away from that album personally. Okay. Uh, so that one's a little bit more special to me. And uh, just the music overall is mm-hmm. just great. Um, what else did we have? Sleep Tokens was obviously awesome. Um, Polaris dropped a really good album. There's a lot of good singles this year. Fucking like- Pick Six. Pick Six by the Bills. <laughs> nice. That's so... Although I'm facing the Buffalo defense right now, and I'm, I'm getting, getting real pissed off. I'm still winning. Nice. CD Lamb put up 40 for That's me Douglas's yesterday. Douglas' second interception, too. Rasul Douglas is so good. What a good pickup. Uh, singles. I liked a lot. Of, uh, Bring Me the Horizon put out good singles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Plot and You had some sick singles. I like The Plot and You a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to drop. There's a lot of people dropping an album this year, so keep an eye out. Sweet. Um, Chelsea Grin had a really impressive album very short but really, what album was really that? good uh suffer in heaven i think it was. okay yep and that's the one with like fathomless maw and which is my breakdown of the years fathomless maw um you know you had a bunch just a bunch of stuff that dropped like a ton of stuff that dropped um what else we got there? while you were sitting there talking i also thought hardy Hardy, though, Hardy was yeah. really good, too. Was it this year? I don't know if it was really this year or not, but I listened year. to it this year. I so. liked, I loved it, but I don't know if it was this year, so I wasn't going to include it. Okay, that's fair. Well, I will. In case it was 2022. <laughs> but that was really good. Um, if that's wrong, I'll take the credit. I'm wrong. <laughs> and yeah. it, it's just, I mean, this year was such a good year for music. I mean, obviously, like, Utopia, you had a bunch of really good albums. Drake's was all right. Like, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Drake's was good, it yeah. Was, it was good. Oh, oh, did Dan just say Drake's album was good? It was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> Drake, uh, the man that didn't listen to the whole album? I ended up it. listening to like, three it. Three songs in is the worst fucking album I've ever heard. <laughs> I do miss old Drake a lot. Yes, and I'm, I will I'm not gonna. I'm not going to back down from that. No, but it's, current, it's not as horrible as I made it out. This current run is not his best but it's not terrible so it's it's doable Slimy, yeah, you no, it definitely wasn't my favorite drake album by any means but it was Slimy, still decent um, i'm gonna go into things i'm excited for 2024 yeah in terms of music um spirit box announced they're working on a full length sweet that's exciting make them suffer is due to finally drop their album with their new uh female vocalist uh alex she's awesome and the two singles they released with her are incredible so i'm Excited to see what they do with it. Cool. Um, Architects is due for one. Mm-hmm. Bringing the Horizons due for one. Um, oh, yeah. One more from 2023. Silent Planets album was awesome. But, oh, yeah. That was a good one. 
uh, dude, you have all these bands. A Day to Remember is about to be due for an album. Um, I don't know that they're actually going to drop in 24, but... Yeah, I don't know if they are, but I, I'd be curious to they see They haven't if... dropped anything since Miracle, so I would assume that they would be dropping something soon. Mm-hmm. Just literally all of the bands that I'm obsessed with are due this year, so it's going to be really, yeah, that really is exciting. Due for a good year. Yeah, for sure. Like Hopefully Playboy they don't Cardi. all drop at the same time. Mm-hmm. Playboy Cardi is finally back. Cool. And, uh, He's he's dropping. I think you know we would hope. He's like Kanye, where he says he's going to drop something, announces that he's going to drop it, and then it never drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking definitely. of him, Kanye is back in the the music realm. So he's done doing gospel music. Yeah, even if we don't see this uh, collab with Tidala, I'd imagine we see something from him. So that's exciting. Yeah, and then you know. I think we've got Drake. I think he said he's dropping one more and then he's taking a break unless he already announced his break. But we got all, I think 2024 is going to be a really strong year. I think it's going to be one of those years that's just everybody is like, everybody's due. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that'll be exciting. Well, this year feels like it was kind of slow. I mean, yeah, there were still decent albums. Yeah, there was big releases, but they were not. All over the like it was there was a lot of months where it was like just every week was just a dull week yeah. for music. You'd have a single here and there, but nothing big. And then you'd have that off week where three people drop, and you're like, oh shit, right? But yeah, agreed. Yeah, this this was a good year for everything. Yeah, and I think next year is going to be a really strong year. I really hope it is. I hope that the people who are due don't wait another year. But you know, I know. I know. What the hell? If anything, we're at least going to get some exciting singles. Stop making us wait. <laughs> I don't imagine Spirit Box drops early. I think they're going to drop later next year, but... Hey, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. glad that they're working on another full-length album. Oh, for sure. It's for worth, sure. It'll be worth the wait. Yeah. It's Spirit Box. It'll always be worth the wait. I know. And then I'll listen to that album a million times until I'm sick of it. Then can't stand it anymore. And then, and then I'll then listen, to it, to listen to it. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm also expecting more shit from Electric Cowboy. They've kind of they were doing a lot, and they dropped a lot, and then just fell off and the then, face uh, for a yeah, while. Yeah, just they've been taking a break, so I'm expecting them to come back hard. Yeah, I think we see a new Eminem album in 2024. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been a mm-hmm. while. The last things were uh, "Music to Be Murdered By," which was, was it three years ago. <laughs> Yeah, that was when we were working together. So twenty nineteen. Oh wow. Yeah, it's what. So, so beginning years. and end of twenty nineteen. He's not going to announce anything though. He's just going to. No, it. no, not at all. That's my favorite thing. Is yeah, when he just drops it. Stepdad's on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Right. So that was twenty twenty. It must have been first quarter of twenty twenty, and then last quarter of twenty twenty that that happened. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I like the fact that he does that because I I think that was a major mistake with revival when they did revival. Um, is he gave people too much time to judge what was out. Yeah. And, like, when it just comes out and people don't have time to form an opinion before the album even drops, like, I I think that's super beneficial in a lot of regards. I didn't like Revival. I don't think a lot of people did, but I think it got way more hate than it deserved because Walk on Water came out and people were like, wow, the album sucks. And yeah. it, they didn't even listen to any of it yet. What just happened? We got the ball again. Oh, my fucking Guess God. Guess who it was? Was it Douglas it again? Was. Holy shit. <laughs> What's the score? Right now? 20 to 3. Or 20 to 7. Nice. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, go Bills. What a monster. 
And uh, Dan, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I look forward to coming back and doing yeah. more music and more playlists with you guys. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, he might have been down. Ah, fuck. Um, hopefully, but yeah, have no. a bunch of stuff later next year to talk about. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, man. And, uh, go check Dan out on YAO, You're of Ordinary, with yes. Ben. Uh, check ben? WGO out whenever that happens again. Yeah. Um, eat, sleep, list. Eat, sleep, list. I'm going to be changing their uh, lineup yes. for the next year. Me and Brian will be together for this coming year, which will be great. That'll be exciting. Um, still going to have Matt around, of course. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's going to be doing fatherly things. Yeah, he'll be a little so. busy taking care of a little, yeah, just, a little one. Just a little bit. Exciting. Just a little busy. Yeah, he's the man. I'm really excited for him. Yeah. I am too. Yeah. yeah. Continue to tune in to everybody's shows, support everybody. Um, you know, we want everybody here to succeed. So, oh, hell yeah. Go check out the network if you got, you know, time and you're, you know, looking for something new to listen to. Go find a new show. Hell got a yeah. Bunch of good ones. Hell yeah. And I just went back to 50 50 in my one league for winning. Let's <laughs> go. I was down big. Nice. So now we're now we're even money, baby. Brock Purdy's not having a great day. So <laughs> good luck. Love it. Miami's losing at the moment. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. That's what we like. That's, That's what, what we, we like. That's what, what we, like we need. That's what we need. Real bad. Get him out of here. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Go Bills. Let's right. go home and watch the rest of this game. Yeah. So we'll see you all, guys. See next. Ya episode <laughs> yeah see you in 2024 yeah yeah happy new year happy new year bye bye